the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, and it's meeting time. Today, we're going to introduce this 10th step of recovery and address the key words in this principle. We continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. This is such a crucial step for our ongoing recovery, and it's too often neglected. And why is that? It's because of the first key word in this principle. It's called continue. You see, the dictionary defines continue as to carry forward, to persist in. And unfortunately, there are those who work on the first nine steps and cease to persist on this journey of recovery. They think they have it all together. Others hastily rush through these 12 steps and believe the journey is over. Let me give you an example. Some time ago, I attended a 12-step open discussion meeting. There was a young man at this meeting with a puzzled look on his face. And when it was his time to speak, he said, I've been clean for one year. I've worked all 12 steps. And then he asked, now what? I smiled to myself and waited patiently for my time to speak. And then I shared with him and the rest of the group what I've learned and experienced about the application of these 12 steps. My friends, incorporating these 12 life-changing principles to our lives never end. These are not 12 steps towards the finish line. They are 12 repetitive spiritual principles that we must continue ingest in our whole being on this never-ending journey of transformation. Look, applying the first nine steps to our lives, that puts our house in order, and it enables us to change some of our destructive habits. But our journey is far from over. In 1 Corinthians ten twelve, the Apostle Paul warns us, so if you think you're standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. And what's he teaching us? We live in a chaotic world amongst chaotic people. And what do we do when life shows up, when we get hammered by these people or events that precipitate anger, stress, fear, resentments, and an unstable emotional hangover? Paul reminds us that we're human. We're vulnerable to fall back into our old ways of thinking and reacting. In Romans 7, 8, he continually reminds us that we're all born with this sinful nature. And trust me, I don't care if you have one day, one year, or 28 years of recovery as I do, when negative emotions or actions raise their ugly head, rest assured, Satan will continue. He'll continue to attack our sinful nature, tempting us with his many detours and obstacles to divert us off our course from this journey of recovery and our Christian walk with the Lord. 
Look, it's the Holy Spirit that will defeat Satan in this life or death battle. But as a born-again Christian, we're not to stand by as a spectator with our hands behind our backs. You see, as Satan continues to bombard us with his temptations and his lies, the Holy Spirit guides us back to the appropriate steps, enabling us to continue to put Satan's threats in remission. Look, retracing our steps, that's not falling back. That's called regrouping. I want you to think about this. No matter how many times we study the Bible and reference the same scripture, a new life lesson jumps off the page. Well, it's the same with these 12 steps. No matter how many times we retrace our steps, the Holy Spirit gifts us with new, inexhaustible treasures and healing power. And as with scripture, God often repeats himself because we need to hear something over and over again. So once again, applying these steps are not a one and done. Recovery is a lifelong process. And we have to remember, we didn't get sick in one day. We're not going to get better in one day. But we do get better one day at a time. Having said that, Let's continue discovering the golden nuggets in step 10 and the whys and hows of this principle. And let's start with the whys. In the past, we were burdened with guilt, shame, anger, resentment, and bitterness because of our inattention of our behaviors. Our small problems, they became large ones. And in our pride, denial, lack of sensitivity, and I'm never wrong attitude caused havoc, chaos, and grief in our lives and the lives of others. And then in our isolation and dark mood, we would look for a quick fix, igniting the cycle of addiction over and over again, causing pain, pain, and more pain. One of the first things we hear in recovery meetings is that if we use, we lose. And in order to prevent this fall from grace, we must be cognizant of the fact that Satan is lurking in the bushes, waiting to engulf us when we have a cavalier, I got this attitude. The Apostle Paul warns us in Ephesians chapter 5, be careful how you live. Don't live like fools but like those that are wise. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Folks, Paul's telling us to apply this 10th step to our lives. It's in this principle that the wisdom of the Holy Spirit teaches us how to rebuke Satan's lies and schemes. And when life throws us a curve, We don't fall back. He gives us new spiritual tools to use, keeping us on track rather than reverting back to our old destructive habits. Step 10 is a tool that points the way to continued spiritual growth. It's in this step that we learn how to sustain what we've accomplished and continue with confidence along the spiritual journey. Okay. Now let's discuss the hows. How do we continue on this journey of recovery and healing? Well, in previous meetings, we learned that these 12 steps, 
they must be worked in order. However, they are all interwoven. So if we retrace our steps to step four, we were instructed to pen a searching and fearless and moral inventory of our lives. This is where we expose our sins, defects, the root causes of our addiction that must be discarded. So it is with step 10, emphasizing the need for continually taking a personal inventory, enabling us to develop the basic tools for self-appraisal. Step 10 is all about self-appraisal. Our self-appraisal consists of examining our daily conduct, spot check inventories, and long-term periodic inventories. We look at ourselves. We see our errors. We promptly admit them. And when we were wrong, confess them. Now, we've just unearthed another key word in this principle, and it's the word wrong. You see, this step doesn't say if we're wrong. No, no, no. It says when we're wrong, we promptly admitted it. Look, we're human. We'll never be perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to be wrong at times. It's in this principle, through the wisdom and guidance of the Holy Spirit, where we learn humility and being genuinely sorry for our wrongs. By taking this regular inventory, we become more conscious of our strengths and weaknesses. We're less inclined to fall into Satan's traps. We become emotionally balanced as we discover who we are today, what we are, and where we're going. We become more focused and better prepared to live the Christian life that we desire. And this is all achievable by our continuous self-appraisal. Now, having said all of that, let's keep it real. No one's suggesting this is going to be easy. We have to remember that recovery is a lifelong process. And life is never stagnant. It constantly changes. There'll be times when we grow tired and weary. We'll experience pain, fear, and a host of other emotions. We may even get discouraged, even though we're applying these principles to our lives. There'll be times when we let go and let God, and times when we take it back. Once again, we're human. We're going to make human errors, and we mustn't judge ourselves too harshly. Don't beat yourself up if you drop the ball. I got to tell you, with 28 years of recovery, I had a few fumbles in my life. Just pick the ball up and persevere so we don't lose the ground we've gained. Remember, our journey is progress, not perfection. And that takes perseverance. And that also takes us to the scripture I asked you to reference in 2 Timothy 2, verses 2 through 8. Timothy came to faith in Christ as a result of Paul's ministry. And as they traveled and ministered together, they became as close as father and son. And as Paul wrote this letter to Timothy, he was enduring hardship and suffering while awaiting his execution in a Roman prison. Can you imagine that? He was encouraging Timothy to persevere through the sufferings that he would face 
in his own personal ministry. And Paul used three illustrations to teach about perseverance. He penned, endure sufferings along with me as a good soldier. And an athlete cannot win the prize unless they follow the rules. And hardworking farmers should be the first to enjoy the fruit of labor. Think about what I'm saying, Timothy, and the Lord will help you understand all these things. So what's the Lord trying to teach us from Paul's letter to Timothy? These examples stress the perseverance needed to achieve lasting recovery and healing. Think about this. As a soldier in this spiritual warfare, we are in active duty, always on the ready to obey the orders from the officer on duty. And guess who the officer on duty is? It's the Holy Spirit. And as an athlete, we must continue training for this marathon journey of recovery. We must obey the rules of the game, which is application of these 12 steps to our lives. And like the farmer, we must work in every season and situation the good, the bad, and the ugly. We must plant the seeds of recovery, which are these 12 principles, and we must persevere through the toughest times. And if we do, we too will partake of the fruit of our labor, which is a good crop of recovery, healing, peace, and serenity. Simply stated, if we stop working our program, we may lose everything we fought trained and worked hard for. But if we follow these examples, if we apply all 12 steps to our lives, God will work in us. He will help us win hard battles and he'll reward us with a rich harvest of blessing. Amen. Powerful message. Thank you, Lord. Next week, we'll continue our introduction of step 10 and address another key word from this principle, and that's promptly. And I want you to reference James 1, verses 21 through 25. Amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.